Linjani, Linjani, Magadi, Magadi. Hello, hello. Today is Wednesday, the 30th of July, 2021. And today's watch list Kada is the current vice president of the Republic of Zimbabwe, Comrade Constantine Kuvea Dominique Nikadzino, the brooding warrior tactician. Quiet, stealthy, but always steadfast in his results. Constantino Guvea Dominic Nicazzino was born on the 25th of August 1956. He is a politician. He's now a politician, uh, former army general. And as we said before, he's currently the first vice president of Zimbabwe ever since 2017. Uh, the, he is the first vice president under President Emerson Munangagwa, who we will be doing another uh, watch list card coming to you soon. Um, also, since we're in a COVID situation, we should mention that uh, August 2020, he was added to his portfolio, the health ministry, which he falls under him. We need to credit him as well for a lot of the developments that happened during COVID lockdown. And the reason why Zimbabwe right now is being given all these accolades should be accredited as a, a lot to when he took over the ministry. So, since 2017, he's been the vice president. Then he got elected in after 2018. Uh, of course, we know how that came about. It was after uh, uh, President Mugabe uh, resigned after 37 years in power. Uh, Comrade Chiwenga, as we said, was born in 1956. Uh, he's from Wedza, which is a district in uh, Marsh East, Marshallland East. Uh, he was educated up to O level, St. Mary's Mission in Weza. Uh, so, who who is he? He is a war vet, first and foremost. We need to start with that. He's a war vet, and then we'll go deeper into that after we get that. He is, uh, some of the people he went with to school are uh, Liberation Hero Parents Shiri, uh, Shungirai, uh, who's also a Brigadier General, and so forth. Chuenga is very educated too. Uh, he has a PhD in ethics from the University of KwaZulu-Natal. As well as that, he, we want to repeat again, he is a war vet. Socially speaking, he's been married in and out. He, his social life always seems to have been a problem. Uh, he's been, I, I think he's been married or, or divorced several times. I'm not really sure. But currently he has issues with... Uh, the current uh, wife he has, I think they're actually under, actually right now, who's Mary Mubaiwa? Yes, Mary Mubaiwa. They're still married, but they're actually going through a divorce right now as we speak. He has been suffering a lot from an ailment which we do not know what it is. This started affecting him after the the Bulawayo bombing that happened. That's another issue that has just kept being up until now they haven't caught the perpetrators for that uh, bombing or uh, attempted assassination of the executive so ever since then he's had problems both him and his wife have had problems which he has been dealing with uh, for the past few years he joined the liberation struggle now let's go back to what we want to talk about as a war vet, he joined the liberation struggle in 1973. He's from the Zandla side of Zimbabwe, the heroes. What is the Zandla side? To those who are not aware of how Zimbabwe is, there are two sides of heroes we have in Zimbabwe. We have Zipra side and we have Zandla side, right? 
the zipra is the zapu side and the zanla is the zanu side right this is before they became all combined to zanu pf in 1987. our chiwenga comrade chiwenga is from the zanla he is a zanla militant through and through and uh, he had a um, war name of dominic chinenge during his time in 1973 so joining in 1973 he was one of the let's just say the final batch of of the young turks he was one of those young turks during that time 1973 Ooh, this is when but whoever who's been following the revolutionary star knows that this is an has been an ongoing issue ever since 1965 right we just want to make sure you get that he was stationed in masingo or gaza province he was deputized by george chiweshe who is currently a judge right now and we will talk about george uh comrade george chiweshe uh we like him as well another one of those quiet people who has been misunderstood watch out for comrade chiweshe when we do his watch list uh so comrade george chiweshe was the provincial commissar he was, uh, Chuenga was then promoted to high command in 1978. And then he deputized, uh, Josiah Tungamirai, who is another watch list card that we will be discussing as well. Uh, he, he became a political commissar, but he deputized Josiah Tungamirai. After the war, he joined the national army as a brigadier. Yeah, he was in Blawayo. That's where he was a brigadier. Then he was later promoted to the rank of a major general. Uh, which this was around the time he reverted back to his name of Constantine Chuenga. So this is who we have as uh, Chuenga. He's always been um, misunderstood, very misunderstood individual, and some of the things that is said about Comrade Chuenga is uh, is maybe misconstrued because let's not forget that most of our war veterans have a dark side if you have relatives who are war veterans you will understand what i'm saying it may be ptsd or whatever it is and only those who have relatives who have who are war veterans understand this war veterans or war collaborators that they have a dark side or a brooding side and at times they have a zero to 60 threshold whereby it can be nice in one minute and violent in another minute some have reverted to drinking a lot some uh, were saved by church some married women who managed to calm them down but they all have demons whether it's female or male they all have demons these things are misunderstood a lot by our society not only in zimbabwe but if we look at the united states with their own war veterans they also have a difficult time they have a ministry and resources rehabilitation centers and programs dedicated to that unfortunately in zimbabwe we never had that so we lost a lot of our war veterans due to the fact that these were things we didn't understand so some of the things that happened in the past for comrade chiwenga and not only comrade chiwenga a lot of the the, the myths the, the folk you know the things that they don't write about in the media uh, of the social stories about how these madalas would uh, frequent and uh, socialize with people or deal with uh, instant justice with people is misunderstood from that narrative of uh, the transition that they had to go from being in the bush to actually being able to socialize on a civilian level with people 
So Chuenga is one of those individuals. We all know some of his stories when he was at the Zimbabwe Staff College. Uh, of course, he had been expelled at the time. It's alleged he was expelled. He was also known as a hard ass at times, uh, quick to temper. Again, this is very common with war veterans. Very quick to temper. Uh, and violence is never a, a, a problem right very quiet people who analyze you before they give you an answer it's more of a paranoia thing i think based from when they were in the bush right not only did they have to worry about uh the salute scouts and uh, the rhodesian forces but sellouts from amongst their own people when they came into a village and so forth so I, it's as a person who never picked up a gun and fought in the war i as a comrade cannot understand what may be going through them but as having relatives who fought in the war and see how they deal with us as individuals and some of the emotional problems we've had to have to understand our our relatives or our, our close relatives could know once we say i get where this is coming from but if you never had a war veterans in your family it doesn't necessarily have to be a liberation vet if you have a, a relative who fought in the congo war in zimbabwe or in mozambique you will understand what i'm telling you because it's a dark side and only you who's close to them can understand that so this is uh, chuenga who's one of those people uh on the formation of uh, the zimbabwe defense forces in 1994 he was promoted to the rank of lieutenant general and then he was appointed commander of the zimbabwe national army upon the retirement of general vitalis zinavashi in 2004. zinavashi is one of those guys we also want to talk about he, are, that was the the brigade or the platoon that stayed behind when everybody went back into zimbabwe after independence just in case zanu zanu got double crossed so we want to talk about comrade Navashi in our later episodes it's another cadre who is also misunderstood now comrade chiwenga has been the was is or um, chairman of the joint operation was the chairman of the joint operations command uh which comprised zna prison services central intelligence organization zrp air force of zimbabwe i'm presuming right now it's valerio sibanda i am not 100 percent sure we should have researched that before the podcast but i'm pretty sure it should be valerio sibanda who's currently the chairman of the joint operations command joc currently another organization we want to have a sunday edition specifically on based on what jonathan moyo said about joc is it true so watch out for that one it's coming to your podcast on sunday soon so this is a card that through and through he participated actively during the war he was one of those people who were under the command of uh our another hero which is uh, mujuru uh, who we will talk about as well in another watch list as well this is who it is. He currently is the vice president. Very misunderstood, just like Emerson Munangagwa. We will do a watch list uh, as well, as we said before. Now, what we want to know that is really important about, um, now that we've gone through all the cliff notes on who he is and so forth. This man, if you want to know Chiwenga, is very, what is the right word? Very, very revolutionary. He's dogged. Once he he decides on something, he decides on something. But there are 
from the these were people who actually fought the war they were not into what you call it intelligentsia they were not the the nationalist side of the party the, the nationalist side is the people who would go get the funding if you're looking at nationalists within the movement you're looking at the steve mbakos for example the if not Mbaku, maybe the Webster Shamus and so forth. They they helped do the, the organizational framework, the fundraising, uh, the diplomatic side of the war. Chiwenga wasn't that. Chiwenga was a warrior. These were people who were on the ground. They actually fought, they picked up a gun, they fell. If you tell them about certain people who were were warriors within the war no matter even if they were not in the gaza province he would know them because he was actually one of those guys and he was in the command when we say command we're not talking about commands you know garapa patebu giving orders from zambia these were guys who were on the ground actually doing operations and missions on the ground creating operating bases within Zimbabwe and having different types of groups and guerrilla movements moving without Zimbabwe. This guy knows war. So first and foremost, before he got all this education which you mentioned before, he is a warrior. So his thought process and the way he thinks, you should take that into consideration that it is very warrior-like. Right? There is usually no gray area. It's black or white. Usually with warriors, it's black or white. Gray area is dangerous for a warrior. If you know anything about warriors or if you've read the Machiavelli or the Art of War Sansu, gray area is dangerous. And it should be used very sparingly and you should know how to use it. A gray area for a warrior is spies. That's the gray area. And you go to school. You have to be taught how to use spies when you're in the war. Because spies can still double cross you. That's how much you can trust spies. They may be your spy, but it's still a spy, right? It's an emotional thing. It's an art. But that is as much gray as it gets when it comes to anything to do with war, right? It's not intellectual. Sooner or later, you have to kill somebody. So these people have killed people. So again, it goes back to that dark side we mentioned before, right? And again, as we mentioned in our previous podcast, the liberation struggle had two sides to the coin. There was a nationalist Kada, then there was the warrior Kada. These were two. Tongo Gara could, could be considered a hybrid of the two. At first, he was on the ground and then he moved back into the theoretical armchair general. It is what it is called. Let's not, let's not lie about that, right? But he was a hybrid of the two. The Chuwengas were on the ground. These were soldiers through and through. So they are known amongst the soldiers as well. Or oh, another hybrid could be Mnangago. Mnangago was in a hybrid as well. It is earlier time. He was on the ground, the blowing up and the bombing and so forth. But then he elevated from there to becoming an attaché, an aide camp to Mugabe. That's another hybrid we can give as an example. Who's got the best of both worlds? Now, how does this affect the way you view Chiwenga? When you see a comrade Chiwenga, sometimes in the decisions they make, people misunderstand him. We'll give you an example of the the doctors when they were against uh, the way they were treated by uh, uh, Comrade Chiwenga. And then the now popularized the word skilled rebara. That's that black and white we are talking about, Comrade, when we are talking about this man. If it doesn't make sense and it's not practical and it gets the shit done, if shit doesn't get done, then it doesn't make sense to you. 
He doesn't want to hear theories. These are the Madaras who don't want theories. Yes, we're going to score. But can, does this get shit done? If it doesn't get shit done, degree That is a Chuenga type of person. A lot of soldiers are like that because things need to get done. It has to be practical. If it's not practical, it doesn't make sense, child. You're wasting my time in the past side. So that hustler mentality that is here in Zimbabwe that we now have had and the pseudo degreed level of thinking that our Zimbabwe psyche now has whereby we are churning out degrees upon degrees but they are not practical enough does not apply to a person such as a Chiwenga. Which is why you see him lean a lot more on the army rather than uh, civilians. Because in the army they still have that practicality component within them. They still stress test you within the army, right? And that's why you see him lean on that. If you saw the way he dealt with the health crisis during COVID and how he leaned on the army doctors and so forth, yeah, that is which Wenger is, right? Going also deeper into which Wenger is when it comes to that is being from a practicality level of thinking makes him at times not attuned to uh, no no things to do which explains how he ended up uh, issuing the order to have soldiers on the ground uh, which was Anselm Sanyetwe's uh, uh, battalion right that is a political misstep that he made but again it's a black and white guy let's get the job done Right, there are riots that are going on in Zimbabwe from elections and so forth. Bring the soldiers out there, and the soldiers were overzealous. Remember, a soldier is trained to kill, not to police and uh, uh, dampen uh, an uprising. Okay, when a soldier is deployed, it's just one thing: kill, kill, uh, or eradicate the, the the threat. So that was a political misstep. From a practical level, he got the job done. They shut off the internet. They clamped down on all the areas that had riots and demonstrations. But some people died, uh, according to the commission, and his soldiers were found to blame. And there were a lot of missteps that happened along the way. That was because he was not politically astute. That is, let's call it as it is. And he only really became a politician after 2017. That's the first time the world really got to know who uh, Comrade Chiwenga was. Before that, he had always been in the background. It was always just uh, tacti tactical or military issues that were happening. You never really got to know who this man was. Yeah, And within ZANU-PF, he had always been known. Right? Especially war veterans. War veterans are all known because of the, the a, a dwindling group of people. So these days, if you are a ZANU-PF cadre, even if you are a youth, you should at least know who these people are. If you don't, comrade, please Google or listen to our podcast because we will be give. This is what the watch list is all about. So again, this was a polit This is a man who's been growing into politician. He only started wearing suits recently. From 2017 is where he wore suits. He's still trying to shed his military stance, his military point of view, his perspective, but. Once a, once a soldier, always a soldier, comrade. So you need to understand that when you listen to the way this man speaks at times, that black and white way of seeing the world, 
is who he is which is why most of the time whoever his advisors are have told him to keep quiet he now has become more accustomed to reading from a teleprompter or from uh, words that have been uh, typed out for him that's a new development right and he's still adjusting to it which is how that skilled rebara thing came out there's and why while we are on that on a side note comments why why are zimbabweans so uh, insecure about their accent that is that is very weird comment how is it that the skilled rebara thing has now become an in thing where you're laughing at a person because his english has got an african accent that is as colonized as it gets comrade yeah the revolution that is that we condone that i would rather speak in english than in english it is very colonized way of thinking and if you've read some of if you've listened to our past uh podcast when we were explaining on how our shona language was bastardized by uh, english missionaries you understand why we take it personally that you'd laugh at a man who's actually proud of uh, showing his words accent but anyway, back to what we're saying. This political astuteness of uh, Komre Chiwenga has not yet matured. These days, he's more quiet. Uh, he's being given uh, scripted uh, speeches. Why is this? It's because the backlash he suffered from missteps he made in the past, politically. If you're looking at it from an operational point of view, he's been just hitting things in stride. Before COVID, he was the one who ended up dealing with Natfarm. Uh, before Natfarm, there was another issue that he ended up stepping in. He helped uh, Perrin Shiri when it came to the farming issues with the command agriculture that President Idi Mnangaga was pushing. He's been there as well. Uh, within the uh, metropolitan uh, areas, uh, right now the demolitions and the trying to uh, get uh, metropolitan areas back to at least some type of service delivery point of view he is also in that committee so if you're looking at it from an operational point of view he's doing what soldiers do all the time get shit done right that's what soldiers do they get shit done right if they don't they will face punishment or whatever there is it's a rigid structure you do not question the general you just follow instructions so he gets shit done however that world does not apply to politics and I think somebody is now finally told him, no, Mdara, you can't say this all the time, which is why you've noticed he's quiet. He's been a lot more quiet than where he was before. Of course, President Idim Nangaga has always been quiet. That doesn't change. So that suits both their temperaments when it comes to this quietness. And expect that from, I, I believe for the next few years to come, that's how politics from ZANU-PF is going to be like. These men have already set the stage whereby politics is not talk, it's action. If I've got something against you, I'll go against you quietly. So that's how politics is going to be run. And if you've seen the way ZANU-PF has been doing its things lately, it's, it's no longer that back and forth that you used to have. And if they do back and forth, they find some savvy young uh, Turk within the structures to just parrot off some words and stuff. But these men right now in uh, our leadership structures do not care about getting uh, catchphrases or sound bites that sound good in the media. The AC Lumumbas and so forth that are good at that type of stuff are only needed sparingly right now in this regime. They tried it at the beginning. They tried to gloss themselves up and it didn't work. 
so they've reverted back to what they know let's get shit done while we're getting shit done we're going to make sure that we, we we clamp down and we just get zimbabwe on point this is the chuenga who we're talking about so next time when you're listening um or we discuss about chuenga just revert back to the watch list again is uh, a war veteran but a war veteran who was an actual soldier as we've said in our previous podcast there are two types of uh, heroes or liberation uh, veterans they are the nationalists these were the the theoreticians uh, the fundraisers the doctors uh, the the diplomats the lawyers that's the first group the other side of the coin is the actual warrior these are the mujurus uh, the Zinavashis, the Chuengas, the Shiris. These are the guys that the men knew on the ground. When they were fighting, they would fight together. If they were smoking, they would smoke together. The villagers know these men. You have war collaborators who actually met with them, cooked sadza for these men when they would come into their areas. This is the other side of the thing. These are both sides of the liberation struggle. But Mafungiro Awo Akastian. If you do not understand this as a as a young cadre coming into the, uh, the revolutionary party, then you not understand these men. The other side that we're talking about, the Chuenga side, these are black and white individuals. And death to them is nothing. They have faced death several times over and above. But their principle means everything. They've lost brothers and sisters. So to them, the principle is more important than what you are going to tell me. Your words are just words on a piece of paper. But I want to see action with my eyes. If my eyes see action, then I know that you say what you're telling me is the truth. Anything else is BS. That is the Juenga side. If you understand that, then you understand who he is right now as a vice president. You also understand the transition process that he's been going ever since 2018 to now. He's developing into a politician. This man was never a politician, right? But he's developing into a politician. These were people who were always behind the scenes, power brokers, but are now coming into the limelight. And you can see the issues that he's had to deal with throughout ever since 2018 that have been well documented within the news. Even the way he had to deal with his wife, it became a spectacle. And before that, uh, issues of him and himself in Taguire, who is another individual we will discuss, will also bring everything has now come to light because he's forming himself into a politician. So he's now seeming to understand this and is ad- adjusting. I believe this happened after the, when he ordered the soldiers onto the streets to quell the, uh, the riots that happened. This is when you started seeing him pull back and analyze what it means from public gaze from not only in Zimbabwe, but outside Zimbabwe, right? I think a lot of times politi- people who are coming into politics uh, forget about the global effect of what they do uh, domestically. But this is Comrade Chuenga, one of our watch list uh, Cardas. Of course, we didn't mention the 2017 uh, firing of uh, President Mugabe because we want to go deeper into that. All we can say from that period of time for this Kada uh, is that he played a very pivotal role in uh, President Robert Mugabe stepping down as president. Uh, 
some people would say that he did that because he did not want to relinquish his position as a general other people would say he did that because he was afraid of where the party and the revolutionary struggle was going with uh, grace mugabe we will leave that for you guys to decide however what we do know is that he did play a pivotal role and one thing we can say about the way he did that he only used if we're not mistaken two battalions to take over uh harai and uh, specific choke points within zimbabwe why do you want to mention this at the beginning of this watch list we said the brooding tactician quiet brooding tactician this man is a strategist underestimate him at your own peril let me repeat this again this man is a strategist cutters this goes back to opposition leaders who may be listening to this podcast this man is a strategist and a tactician right if you saw the way that the coup not coup whatever you want to call it happened in 2017 it happened as a bloodless coup this will be taught throughout uh, other areas they managed to get away with something that would have got them public condemnation throughout the world because coups are no, coups are no longer allowed in the world but for some reason zimbabwe got away with it right and the manner in which he did it for a country that is called, is said to be as militarized as it was this man got away with doing it with two battalions at the time president Idi Mnangagwa was outside the country two battalions right the manner in which this man strategized got the armories under control and at the same time uh, was strategic in the in the people he targeted i was here when this happened no civilians were involved at all this was a very targeted attack very targeted initiative that was done all the buildings where you'd find the armors everything was done one thing that shows us is that not only the planning that involved this but the implementation and the amount of time it took for it to get done before he actually came out on tv and you know, even after everything had been done he only came out on tv when president robert mugabe came out on tv before that it was subusiso moyo who was on tv and so many other individuals listen again to when we say tactician comrades right this is again a shout out to them. this man alongside with his crew managed to stage a bloodless event and managed to get opposition leaders to support them you can't call somebody like that stupid first and foremost he's a leader second he showed organizational skill because he knows how to pick his team so when you see a person like that don't look at him as an individual look at him as a team right before he even did this all cool the way he flew out president Idi Mnangaga when he had been poisoned with ice with ice cream that also goes to show that Mnangagwa, you can't call Mnangagwa an idiot as well. A man is not made by himself. It's made by the people he picks around himself to make his organization effective in implementing policies, agendas, goals. They are the goal. Mugabe's time has come. We must make sure that Grace Mugabe doesn't come into position. And they operated it and got it done. 
How the hell was ZRP caught slipping? Support unit. Amaris were all taken at that time, bloodlessly. Very few people disappeared. Up until now, we we're looking for some of the people who disappeared, but most of them seem to have been in the intelligence services. Right? MID for the first time we actually knew what MID was. MID for years has always been a quiet uh, intelligence department that really doesn't get known. They made that's for the first time in 2017 we realized that MID is everywhere. And there are probably people you've been drinking with for years and you didn't know. Right? This means these guys are an intelligence gathering organization that actually gets shit done. Right? There's a hierarchy, there's a structure, there's an implementation, there's operations, there's a for everything is there. So if you are a person who's going to laugh at him when he calls skilled Rebara, then something wrong with you. That's all we can say about this card. Tactician, strategist. It's better if he talks, because at least you get to know what he may be or may not be thinking. These men right now we have in our country who are leading us. When they are quiet is when they are more dangerous. It's better they talk. <laughs> so again, Comrade, this is Comrade Super Cabral. Our watch list today had been Comrade Chuenga, brooding tactician, strategist. We talk about him specifically because we want you to make sure that you understand that a leader is only good as the men around him. If this is who he is, look at the people around him because they will most likely have the same attributes that he has. That's when you start understanding the organization and the way that Zimbabwe is going to be going moving forward. It's a no-nonsense organization. And if you're a person who is all glitz and glamour and is trying to floss for the camera, you won't last long. It's a revolutionary time. Yeah? The revolution will not be televised this time. This has been Comrade Super Cabral. Linjani, Linjani. Makani, Makani. Hello, hello. Roger out.